0: Hello. Hey, hello. Is anybody there? Is anybody there? Hello. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Prospects After Dark, a show that we no longer do, but hey, here we are doing it. Uh, I am your host. I am Kyle Reese for Birds on the Black and Prospects After Dark. Uh, hello, everybody. As they come in, the little thingy over here on the right. Uh, that tells me that the comments are coming in are coming in loud and hard look we've got plenty to talk about uh if at all possible I'd love to talk about the minor leagues we have nearly an entire season of minor league baseball to get caught up on uh it's also telling me that my connection is poor although I'm right next here to the router uh so I apologize if we're going in and out uh with a bad bad broadcast um as you'll notice I have another change in my uh, my decor behind me uh this is Hold on. This is what I call my baseball tree, uh, because I don't really celebrate Christmas, but I love having a tree. A tree. Jesus Christ, what a moron I am. A tree with purple lights and a Nightwing figure on the top of it. As you know, uh, this is the railing for Jersey. That's still happening. And then I have a Twin Peaks wreath that my girlfriend made for me. So, uh, and then the red lights on the outside, which are also supposed to be purple. This is my apartment. Welcome, everybody. Oh, uh, look, we've got Cardinal baseball to talk about. We have 12 wins in a row. We have basically an all but sealed wild card uh, a game that the Cardinals will have a chance to play in for a chance to play in uh, the. Playoffs in earnest. Uh, And then we have all these lovely and amazing comments. We encourage you to get involved. Post your questions. You guys uh, that are new here, I try to get to all of the questions. Uh, It doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes we have to go fast, get through it. Uh, But uh, for those of you who are returning, welcome back, my pad people. I love you. I've missed you. Uh, And let's get going. Give me your questions. Let's talk about the system. Let's talk about the Cardinals. Austin Soane says, Kyle, hello, Austin Soane. Hello, Liz Buck. How are you? I'm a McNasty Filth. Says, yes, sir. Hello, McNasty Phil. Looking good from the one and only Cardinals Gifts. Cardinals Gifts, as you might suspect, we're going to do a slurp shot for you. It was a pleasure meeting you, sir. Uh, The highlight of my baseball uh, year so far, no doubt about that. Uh, To you, to Sarah Ann, to your brother friggin' cards, uh, to all the people we saw at the Cardinal Game, thank you. It was a pleasure to see you. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Awesome. Let's go, Cardinals. And to the Twitter family, as dumb as we are. Hmm. I got this mouth, yo. Uh, let's see. What's up, bro, from John Gr- John Greco, I haven't seen you around in a while, man. I hope you're doing well. Uh, BDarauza89 says, hello, hello, B. Uh Ryan Olson says, oh, my God, no way. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're back. Jared Chang gives me the heart. My heart to you, baby. Uh, Jimmy Fleming says, Kyle, what's up, Jimmy Fleming? Uh, P3 says, holy shilt. Uh, hello, holy shilt. No, hello, pre-riz. Jerry Chain says they start Christmas early and earlier each year. Yeah, I like to get Christmas going before Halloween. 12 is a beauty from Cardinals fan 0-22. Uh, yeah, there's no way even a month ago that any of us would have suspected that the Cardinals had a 12-game winning streak in them. And we joke around a lot about it, uh, and Cardinals gifts joked around a lot about it all year where Schilt and everybody would say, we're, we're going to get hot, I can feel it. Well, it took five months to get there, uh, but it's given us the most exhilarating and the most fun Final month of a season that I remember having with the Cardinals since I mean since 2011. And that's not to compare the team to 2011. I think there are very there are few similarities, uh, but I don't think that the two teams are as interchangeable as maybe we all feel like it is because of how well this team is doing. Uh, but yeah, so it's an awesome thing what we've been able to witness over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Jimmy Fleming says domestic light beer. Actually, tonight. Uh, we have a Schlafly Oktoberfest. This is actually my favorite of the Oktoberfest. Uh, to all of the pad people, I'm going to raise my glass and get some of that. I'm already thirsty. That's not good. Uh, let's see. I've missed this, Liz Buck. I've missed doing it and missed being a part of having you and everybody a part of it. Benjamin Ors, says, Yay, I actually bought some whiskey for this momentous occasion. Good, Benjamin Orr. Tell me what the whiskey is. Uh, KJ Dunn says, odds Cardinals bring back Garcia, McFarlane, and Lester. I would think that right now uh, uh, McFarlane and Lester are probably as close to being a lock if they continue to have success as possible, and if Lester comes back. Garcia is interesting to me. I hope the Cardinals bring him back. I think there's uh, an absolute need to bring Luis Garcia back. Uh, But, you know, he's a little older, and I would suspect because of his velocity that he's going to end up getting a lot of uh, people knocking on his door, and that's going to blow people from Philadelphia away, Philly fans. But, yeah, I, like, it's a bummer he's a free agent, and I would definitely like the Cardinals to continue to work work to work something out with him because right now, uh, you know, it's Gallegos, and, and in my opinion, other than McFarland, does, and, of course, Reyes, and, you know, uh, but uh, I would say Gallegos and Garcia are probably the two linchpins of the current uh, uh, Bullpen. Again, McFarlane and that sinker have changed a lot uh, about the success of the Cardinals in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I, I, w- I hope that they bring him back. The odds, I would say, are greater for Lester and McFarland uh, and Garcia, just because of that high velocity. I don't know what to think. Austin Stone, Austin Stone says, do we see Juan Yepes next year? Yeah, yeah. Whether it be with the Cardinals or another organization, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, Juan Yepes will need to be added to the 40-man uh, to avoid minor league free agency, which is kind of a bummer because it's probably going to screw him out of money in the long run, or in the short run, rather. But yeah, I would suspect uh, if the 2022 season is played, if they're is a DH in the NL that Juan Yepes will have a pretty clear and fair shot at that. Uh Juan Yepes is a that bat is awesome. It's lively. He still has some defensive concerns uh that, that even at first, uh, but I think he's gonna work through that. I think he's gonna have a big offseason and I think he's gonna be ready for the year. C Web 52, 521 says, who was the oh I forgot I could do this. Who was the one prospect that impressed the most that kind of came out of nowhere? You know, I can ask this question a lot, and it's tough for me, And not to, but I'm so well-versed in the Cardinal system. You know, I think Connor Thomas is the first prospect. The left-handed pitcher is pitching lights out for Memphis tonight. I think he deserves to have his bell rung. Uh, when we last saw Connor Thomas in 2019, he was just kind of a loogie, but he, he did a great job to, uh, uh, you know, work on a slider, work on his changeup, work on his fastball, the repeatability of his delivery. I think he toyed with his arm angle a little bit too. I could be wrong there. And now he's on the cusp of the major leagues and maybe the most effective minor league starter all year at the upper levels. Uh, Lars Newbar, you know, he's with the major leagues and it, it kind of negates the prospect status, usually in my book. But Lars Newbar is a major leaguer, like a really, really solid major leaguer. And there's a reason why a lot of people didn't have him on any prospects list because honestly – in 2019, Lars Newbar was wasn't much of a prospect uh, for being as athletic and as strong and as fast and as, as gifted with his arm as he is. He was kind of clunky for an outfielder, uh, and his bat was more about a contact, uh, not striking out. Uh, but you know, Derek Gould wrote a great article about it. He, he focused on some things. Number one was actually swinging harder, and that's a huge, a huge thing. As crazy as that sounds, because when you have a contact tool and, and uh, a pitch recognition tool like he has, sometimes you just have to trust yourself and swing a little bit harder, and that's paid off for Lars Newbar so far. So, uh, again, it's all relative. You know, Moises Castillo uh, at shortstop making his way to double-A, shortstop middle infield. He was really impressive. I don't know if he's necessarily like a big-time prospect, but he's been good. You know, anybody who's listened to Prospects After Dark for the last couple of years knows that Brendan Donovan has been the guy that that, that was going to be this. Uh, and he is this. He, at this point, it'd be hard to argue that Brendan Donovan is in the top 10 prospect in the Cardinals organization. Uh, and most people didn't even know who he was entering 2021. Uh, you guys will remember, I bitched and whined uh, that he, wasn't, uh, he didn't start the year at Springfield. It didn't take him long to get there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, there are... There are plenty, and we'll get to more and more as, as we go along. A reminder to the new people here, I go over every question, every comment. Uh, it says I'm like 345 comments behind. Uh, so just stick with me. We'll get to your comment. Uh, hey, Kyle DeBron, not Brown. How are you? Jared Shane says, I didn't realize it would take a, tw- a 12-game win streak for Pad to come back. Should have done this sooner. Yeah, it's it actually has nothing to do with the 12-game winning streak. What it has to do with the fact is that minor league baseball is almost at an end. There's only one game happening tonight, uh, affiliated Cardinal-wise. Uh, it has to do with the fact that I'm not out of town. Uh, that I have uh, a good schedule tomorrow and uh, that the opportunity presented itself. Uh, we would have done this even if it would have been bad because you guys know me. I try to keep it light all the time. Uh, but the 12-game win streak did not hurt for sure. Uh, C style 15 says, rather play Dodgers or Giants? Look, uh, I've never been one to subscribe to the rather play a team, one team or the other in the playoffs. Oh, hold on. I forgot I can do this. Uh, by the way, uh, anyways, um, I don't really subscribe to that. I do like my chances maybe a little bit better one game against the Dodgers than a series against the Dodgers. But I mean, for real, it's a toss up. I I don't really have a preference. Just get in and hope to get lucky. May Shep one says give me a percent chance that pools DH is next year. Uh, I'll say zero because I don't think the 2022 season is going to be played. Uh, but then I will say 50% at this point. Uh, It just depends on some of the moving parts. What happens with Juan Yepes? What happens with Paul DeYoung? Let's see. Sarah Ann says, "Coward, to answer all the questions to you, Sarah Ann." I don't have any pickle juice, but I will raise my glass. My bird's on the black mug, which I know you purchased. Of uh, 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 Jefferson, we're drinking Jefferson tonight. Uh, This is amazing, delicious, terrific stuff. To all the pad people, we raise our glass. We are way behind. uh, uh, seven minutes according to where the questions are and what time it is. GIF says, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Slurp, baby, slurp. Bronnop Brown says, new place. Creepy question, I know, but hey, look, uh, no. So the difference is we're we are in my living room uh, and it's angled a little different way. I had rearranged my living room and I took my my table kind of out of uh, an area of my living room and moved it into a different room in my apartment. Uh, and I, I don't like that kind of faces my kitchen, and I don't like doing pad from there. So we messed around and did a little something over there, and I didn't like that. So now we're trying this, and we're going to see where it gets us. Uh, Jesus, it really jumped. Uh, blah blah blah. Sorry. I uh, let's see. So that was that question. Uh, Sarah Ann says, slurp. Uh, Gifts says slurp. Uh, Nick Stower says a real life slurp. That's right, baby. I only provide slurp action for the pad people. So scary fryer says so. What's new? Well, I had the runs today. I don't know if that's something that you were curious about. That was new for me. I hit me at work on two different occasions. That usually doesn't happen. Uh, What else is new? Um, I masturbated to lesbian porn earlier. That's something you're interested in. I like lesbian porn. Thought you might be interested. I had a slurp shot a little while ago. Uh, We're drinking an Oktoberfest and some Jefferson bourbon. Uh, Yeah, that's that's what's new. The Cardinals won 12 games. Minor League season's over. Uh, That's all I've got for you. Uh, you slurped the, you slurped that real nice. You slurped that real nice. You're damn right, I did. I'm a fucking slurping hero. Uh, Bro-Neil hot. Austin Stone says in every conceivable way, uh, bro-Neil is hot. Yeah. Uh, to Prince sex Tyler O'Neill, we raise our glass. To, uh, we always knew he had this in him, right? We talked about it for Pat, on Pat for uh, like continuously, continuously. It's awesome to see him start to reach his potential. There's still more in the tank, and that's crazy. But he's has confidence in himself. You can see that, yeah, he's going to strike out, but all the fun stuff's going to come with it. To Tyler O'Neill, Prince Sex himself, we raise our glass. Good work, brother. Uh, You hitting in the three-hole and being productive has been the catalyst of this offense, along with what Paul uh, Paul Goldschmidt has done. And, you know, Tommy Edman kind of coming back to his potential. Uh, Meyer Ember 3 says, Sputton Oktoberfest pad, a bad TNF game and homework. What a night. Uh, To to Meyer EMVR 3, I hope that all of those terrible things, except the Oktoberfest, uh, bad TNF, homework, and pad, which is awful, all three really terrible things, help you get through your, your night tonight. Thanks for being here. Uh, STL Cardinals LeBron says, Wrigley Field Massacre vibes. Yeah, you know, uh, man, especially today, to come back from, you know, being down four uh you know being down five to one uh I guess we're fine nothing right I was at work so it was just five to one five to one all of a sudden I was like oh Dylan Carlson just hit a triple that's awesome uh but yeah to come back from that deficit and win that game uh with a little help from an imploding Milwaukee Brewers team that all of a sudden has bad defense and uh you know maybe some questionable base running although the base running wasn't really an issue for them but bad defense all series, like. Man, you know, that's that's such a huge relief. Uh, our good friend Lance Dan says it's Oktoberfest season. That's right, uh, Adam Adam Butler. I raised my glass to you, but it's nice that you're here. Uh, as you know, you're one of my favorite people. Thanks for being in, the Pad. Uh, to you, I raise my glass. We're going to need water. Uh, Cardinals fan 022 says, "Ton is really becoming my favorite player. He's a beast. Yeah, so you, uh, Prince Sex, Tyler O'Neill has everything, right? He's a good kid. He's a smart kid. He has athleticism for days. Uh, again, people are worried about the strikeouts. I don't want him to change anything. I want him to stay this locked in. Uh, sure, there might be some strikeout games, but uh, you know, add a double. You know, it, uh, everybody's focused on the 30 home runs, which I think he's going to get. I mean, it'd be hard to, but I, you know, that double, that 23, 24 doubles, wherever he's at, th- that's a good number too. He's he's getting better. He's growing, and uh, he's leading the team in WAR uh, on the Jacksonville uh, Jumbo Shrimps broadcast during the Memphis game earlier. That, By the way, the broadcaster for that is awesome. I I would argue that the Jacksonville Jumbo Strims broadcaster is is any broadcaster, uh, play-by-play guy in all of baseball or the minor leagues. That guy's awesome. And he he tells stories. Uh, He's great. Uh, But now I don't remember why I was bringing him up other than to say that he was great. Oh, what he said is that since Albert Pujols left in 2011, a different player has led the Cardinals in war every year. This year would be Tyler O'Neill. And uh, just how hard it is to have that type of turnover, uh, but also that type of parity within your lineup and still have winning season after winning season. Even if, you know, we all as Cardinal fans get dicked off because they are only a couple games over 500 or they're playing for 90 wins or whatever narrative we choose to believe or, or run with uh, when we're angry. I do it, too. Um, It's still so damn rare, and the fact that they've had so many different guys fulfill this role is really amazing. And I, you know, a team with Arenado and a team with Goldschmidt, it's hard to believe that Tyler O'Neill or anybody, you know, could could surpass them. And O'Neill's doing it. He's he's something very very special. Uh, Let's see. P three says. This is show is like losing your favorite T-shirt and then finding it six months later. When I found my favorite T-shirt six months later, I, it was more of a washcloth than a T-shirt. Uh, but thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, again, I'm just happy to be able to do pad for the pad people on a Thursday night here. Uh, and also have some fun stuff to talk about in regards to the Cardinals. Uh, again, I, I hope you guys uh, just keep bringing the question. That's the most important thing. Remember, pad is your television show. I'm just a conduit of nonsense. Uh, Nathan C nine three oh nine one nine three five. Who do you think is the pitcher and hitter most responsible for the surge? Uh, to me, you can't really you can't really focus on one pitcher. I really think that uh, Luis Garcia and uh, uh, Booger McFarlane, Seth McFarlane, TJ McFarlane, TJ McFarlane, uh, Those guys when they were able to stabilize in the bullpen, moving Gallegos to the closer role as Reyes started to kind of fall apart a little bit, and uh, of course like Wade LeBlanc. John Lester and J-Hap all played a huge role. I just think uh, those acquisitions, as uh, uninspired as they seem at the time. Remember, I liked the Lester move. I did not understand the the J-Hap move at all to save my fucking life. Uh, When they acquired Wade LeBlanc, I was like, bring in all the arms. Just bring in all the arms. And then by the time J-Hap came around, I completely forgot that that's what I was saying. And uh, I was an asshole, and I was wrong about that. Uh, But just for pitching, it was it was Michaelis coming back healthy. It was – and, you know, he's had some up-and-down moments, but pitched great today. Um, it's it's the acquisition of the bullpen arms uh, that have helped stabilize the bullpen, in my opinion, because it, the story leading into September was the fact – for me, at least, the story of the St. Louis Cardinals in 2021 was that they were a team that broke the record for most uh, 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 runs allowed via walk, basis loaded walks, right? Uh, and we haven't had much of that. We've hardly had any of it. Um, so, like, to me, McFarlane and Garcia would be that. Uh, who's responsible for the surge hitter-wise? You know, that lineup has gotten better and better. Sosa and Bader, what they've been able to do at the back end, now that Sosa is a starter at short, you can't underscore that, but... Make no mistake, what Paul Goldschmidt and Tyler O'Neal are doing right now uh, is the catalyst of what's going on offensively. Uh, Mason Shepard says, I feel inferior. I have a white claw. Hey, look, we do not discriminate on prospects after dark. Uh, I'm going to raise my water to your white claw. Uh, If you're not drinking this, because we've got a good contingency of uh, a contingent of uh, a had people who don't drink booze. To them, I raise my glass. Drink your White Claw. White Claw's delicious. Booze is delicious. Uh, Water is delicious. Soda's delicious. Sugary substances are fantastic. I had a slurp shot. Whatever you're drinking, uh, to you, I raise my glass. Uh, fun Seeker 101 says, who do you think is Card's MVP for the run? Again, I'm going to say Tyler O'Neill, but I'm also biased. Keep that in mind. Uh, I like to... Confront my biases and be very upfront about them. I will say Tyler O'Neill. Uh, he's been doing some amazing things defensively and offensively. So that's what I'm going to say, Tyler O'Neill. Uh, John Greco, I feel better going into the postseason with a fully healthy Flaherty to match up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want your best pitcher available for the playoffs if possible. You know, I'm going to be uh, corny and uh, contrarian, even though I don't necessarily believe this. But I think you could probably argue in 2011, Adam Wainwright would have been the Cardinals' best pitcher and he wasn't available. So. You know, to me, it's just get in and see what happens. It's always been just get in and see what happens. And, you know, I'm not going to get greedy about it because a month ago, I didn't think there was any way that the Cardinals would be in this position. Three weeks ago, you could argue that they didn't have any reason being in this position, but they've earned it over the last three weeks in particular. uh, And I'm just along for the ride. Uh, In a matter of a week and a half, I'm not going to have any minor league affiliated baseball until the Arizona Fall League fires up. And, it's just Cardinals for me uh, for the first time in four and a half, five months. And I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for that. Uh, but, yeah, look, if Flaherty would be huge if he was healthy. Uh, Brax15 says, Kyle, what's up, bro? Missed this talk, man, sipping an IPA in downtown Roanoke, Virginia. Wow, to my uh, to my people on the East Coast. To Brax15, I raised my glass. To uh, 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 Victoria, uh, Victoria, I raised my glass uh victoria's probably drinking coffee if not if she's here uh, but to all of the people all over the united states uh and and also areas that aren't in the united states that watch prospects after dark i raise my glass to you welcome back to prospects after dark haggis mogie says i bought a oh i bought a 23 year old uh scotch for the end of the pandemic maybe this is close enough yeah that you know I'm going to stay out of the pandemic talk. That's not really for me. I'm not intelligent enough to uh, formulate my opinions, just like most of the people. So they're just regurgitating other people's opinions for likes. Uh, But what I will say is drink your scotch. Have a little taste. You don't have to drink it all right now. Save it for whatever the next tradition is. I've got some Johnny Walker Blue Label that my brother gave me three years ago. And uh, I still have a little bit of that left. So get after it, man. Get after it. Do what's good for you. Uh, N Star 3434 says, Marp Revenge Tour 2022. Uh, you know, uh, I think that a lot of people have dismissed the chance that uh, Matt Carpenter comes back. And I get it. But, you know, what if all of a sudden Matt Carpenter strings together a couple walks and a couple doubles? And he's a left-handed option in the playoffs and is hitting a little bit. Like, would you be surprised if all of a sudden Matt Carpenter gets the – if 2022 is played, Matt Carpenter gets the one-year – you know, a contract that makes two and a half in incentives. Uh, I wouldn't be. Uh, I've seen crazier things happen, uh, but yeah, I think it'd be really awesome uh, as a longtime fan of Matt Carpenter if he could reach in and get the most out of what he has left. I think that would be a really, really awesome thing, and he deserves it. You know, uh, one thing about the bitter last, the, the one thing about the rough last couple seasons that he's had, and us bitter Cardinal fans, is that. We've forgotten just how good he was. You know, fourth in MVP voting, Silver Sluggers. Uh, you know he he's been such a good Cardinal. And these last couple of years have kind of tainted our perception of it, and that bums me out because he's legitimately a cardinal Hall of Famer, even with the down last couple of seasons. So I would love for him to end 2021 on a bang. Get keep up these couple doubles and see where it goes. Uh, Coach Brent Bond, hello, Coach Brent Bond. One more year for Big John. Yeah, I hope John uh, Le- uh, John Lester comes back. I'm going to end up calling him John Lackey. Go ahead, and mark that down. Uh, but yeah, I hope John Lester comes back at this point, even if he is, you know, isn't as effective uh, down the stretch for the last, however many games he gets the pitch, depending on how long the postseason starts. Yeah. Look, uh, uh, I had a conversation on Twitter with people about the Cardinal rotation for the coming season. Uh, and, you know, they were talking about Libertor is the sixth, the chance to be the fifth and, uh, you know, having um, Johan Oviedo there and maybe Connor Thomas, but like to me, you know, you're going to lose Kim more almost certainly, but like, I want more. I, I, I want more. I want Jay Hatt to come back or Wade LeBlanc to come back and John Lester to come back. I want to be in a position where the Cardinals don't have to rely on hoping that uh, um, Libertor is ready or hoping that Oviedo has taken the next big step. He may have, he might not have. I don't know. We don't know what this offseason is going to look like, but I want them to be protected, is what I would like. Uh, Mason Shep says, If pool signs, does that intrigue Scherzer? Man, I don't know about that. I'm not Max Scherzer. Uh, Again, like... You know, I'm not one to get sentimental about stuff. Do I think it'd be cool if Albert Pouls signed with the St. Louis Cardinals and uh, was a primarily a primary matchup against lefties? Yeah. First off, I don't trust the manager to only use him against lefties, you know, maybe down the stretch next year, if next year happens, but not at first. Uh, that's uh, Maybe at first, but then it, it won't stick. I mean, we've all seen that role before. We've all seen that happen before. Uh, uh, but, you know, my thing with Mac Scherzer, and maybe he ends up being like Roger Clemens, but – how much is he going to cost for the years that he has left? Uh, look, I would love Max Scherzer, uh, but, you know, what I would say to Cardinal fans is, as much as I love Albert Pools, as good as he's been against lefties, like, let's shoot higher than that. Uh, you know, sentimentality is, it, it, it's awesome, it's wonderful, but sometimes it's also a weakness. Uh, and I think that maybe the driving, you know, driving the chariot for Pools to come back, uh, well, awesome, it might not exactly be the best thing for the team, right? The offense is doing really well right now. Everybody's hitting pretty well. Uh, I still think that to take the next step, they need just a little bit more. Um, So I would like the Cardinals to focus more on that. Uh, and honestly, like those right-handed at-bats, I'd like for Juan Yepes to get, at least at first. Benjamin Orr says, uh, four roses, my friend. Cheers. To you, Benjamin Orr, I raise my glass. Uh, again, right now it's saying that that question came in at eight 12, it's 8.31. Keep pumping in the questions. I promise I will get to them as soon as possible. Godfather 3 fan says, Sosa or fresh shortstop? Again, like this kind of, um, not again, because this is the first time I'm getting to this question, but for me personally, Sosa is the liberator, right? Like, uh, again, different type of prospects, but what I'm getting at there is like, I want a little bit more. Like the Cardinals have gotten in trouble and this is part of their MO. It's also part of the reason why they're, um, consistently uh, a winning team is they get in trouble because they bank on people to continue to have continued success. You know, what I know is that Mundo Sosa at the minor league level, uh, again, 2019, a lot has changed since 2019, isn't an everyday shortstop. He's a good utility player with great speed and great defense when he's not rushing himself. And like, that's the kind of player that you actually want on the bench. Like that's the kind of player that would never start for the Dodgers but would be a great bench option for them and he'd be used well by them. Like that's what I want Edmundo Sosa to be. Now I don't know if that means Nolan Gorman's ready for second base and Tommy Edmund plays short on a regular basis, or if that means Corey Seager or Trevor story or, you know, whatever. Like, I I don't know what that means, but that's the direction that I would win. I would bank on trying to get better first. And then that is a fallback. Uh, Ryan Olson says no way we let go plumber to the rule five, right? Yeah. I think at this point, you know, both Plummer and Yepes are, uh, are potentially minor league free agents. I'm almost 100% sure of that. I know Yepes is. So both of those guys will need to be added to the 40-man in order to not be free agents. And I would suspect that that happens on both of those occasions. And plus, you know, I thought the Cardinals 40-man next year was kind of trashy, kind of tough to sort through. And it's not as bad as I thought. Uh, the Anan Poke. Anon Poke the Anon Poke says, I'm just here for the shirt coming off. We've won 12 in a row. Uh, oh, glasses off. Shirt's coming off. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. For the Cardinals winning 12 in a row, I take my shirt off. I rub my chest with my birds on the black cup that you should buy the mug. It's 16 ounces. Get you some. Uh, to you, I raise my glass. That's just for you. I'll squint for a little bit too. Fuck it. Uh, Hoga Sham says, Alec Burleson, maybe not out of nowhere, but damn what a rise. Yeah, no, I would say that Alec Burleson definitely uh, outkicked his coverage this year, his projected coverage, that is. I don't think any of us really knew what Alec Burleson was going to be, especially as a two-way player at uh, ECU. So to see him take that next step as a hitter, uh, focusing solely on hitting, has been huge, as my father would say. Uh, Werman Sarah says, could you give a brief rundown on how Delvin's season has gone? Yeah, Delvin got off to kind of a sluggish start, and then was honestly one of the Cardinals' best prospects for maybe the middle, the middle two months. He was hitting the ball everywhere, and then he missed a little bit of time. And when he came back, he just wasn't the same for the last month of the season. He just, uh, he just wasn't, uh, he just wasn't the same. Out in the field, he looked tired. He looked worn down. So I, you know, my I would say that it was an up-and-down season, but by and large, it was a positive all the way around. Benjamin Orr, uh, who do you think may come up, if any? Yeah, I don't think we're going to see anybody come up for the rest of this year. You know, Dakota Hudson would be the only person, uh, and we'll play that by ear and see where that goes. But yeah, I think that this year, uh, at this point, we won't see anybody else. Remember, uh, Major League Baseball changed the rules in September, so now the Cardinals can only add two people. They couldn't add four Fifteen uh, go from twenty six to twenty eight instead of twenty five to forty or however many they want. So I don't think we've seen anybody. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I don't think we'll see anybody else come up other than Dakota Hudson uh, to Daniel and Leon, Rough day for him. Uh, STL Cardinals Lebron. Why hasn't Yeppe been moved up on MLB prospect rankings yet? You know, uh, sometimes with the MLB prospect rankings, right? Like you it's a lot of national people relying on information that they might have got that's a little bit older um, or uh, from what they're hearing from other people. And the truth is Juan Yepes has been in the minor leagues for like eight years now or something crazy like that. 7 I, I want to say it's seven years, which would make a lot of sense. Uh, he's been in the minor leagues for seven years. There was an entire year missed and he came back and raked to his potential. And, you know, there's a little <clears> – <throat> There's a little question there about his defense. Uh, there's more than a little. There's a large question there about his defense, if he might only be a DH or, or a, cl- a clumsy first baseman. And I get that. I think he's a little bit more than that. But uh, So I think that feeds into it. And also, you know, a lot of times these lists are based on the information that they've received prior, which is just another way of saying hype. And, you know, uh, someone like Luke and Baker has a little bit more hype and also a little bit more perceived potential – Uh, than someone like Juan Yepes. So that's generally why that happens. You know, what I tell people all the time is even with my list, remember to take it all with a grain of salt because – information's changing, players are changing. You know, uh, the big difference between my projection for Randy Rosarino, which was uh, uh, some version of uh, Gerardo Parra with maybe a little bit more power, um, and what he ended up being last year was there's no way that you can account for the fact he was going to do 200 push-ups every day and eat chicken and rice every day. Like, you never know what a player is going to do. Like, Brendan Donovan, for instance, got bigger, got stronger, uh, uh, focused on uh, his sprint speed, focused on all of these things and he took another step you're starting to see that power manifest you're starting to see that player reach his potential like you just never know what's changing in a player's life or in their in their preparation and uh like it's hard to adjust to that if you're ranking prospects uh de roche says you're an all-star i'm i'm trying uh de roche i i will i'll mess it up and i'll try my hardest uh, J.D. Alonzo, Alfonso says, is the talent gap between AAA and the big leagues still growing bigger than ever? I think, look, there's a couple things happening at the minor leagues that I'm thinking about a lot. Uh, nearly every team in the minor leagues have been aggressive with some of their top name prospects this year. And I think that that is in response to a missed 2020 season. And just trying to get aggressive, just trying to get the talent up. Uh, to to on par. But I also feel like another thing that we've seen, and not only with the Cardinals, but maybe major league baseball wide is some of like the top end prospects who might be raking at the upper levels, come to the majors and struggle and and then maybe need a a respite, maybe need a trip back down to AAA before they come back to the majors. And maybe we're seeing that more now than we ever have. And I think part of that is because players are kind of being rushed a little bit more than ever, uh, as maybe we're about ready to see a change in the minor league system more on that. I'm sure later, uh, uh, or at least how minor leagues are handled. Anyways, um, I think I think we're starting to see just how difficult it is to go from AAA ranking to being an, uh, an average major league player, uh, even for the top-line prospect. So is it growing larger and larger? I don't know if I'm there to say it's growing uh, 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 larger and larger, but it's definitely big. You know, watching the talent all year long, uh, other than, you know, the May, AAA to majors, I would say the biggest jump I saw in talent was probably from Palm Beach to Peoria. Like, that seemed like such a big jump. And, you know, again, for Jordan Walker to handle it as well as he did, you'll look at Mason Wynn's stats and be like, ugh. But Mason Wynn handled it the way that he did. And then someone like Matt Kaperniak, who only spent like a week at Peoria to go from Palm Beach to Springfield and, you know, not be so impressive but kind of hold his own. Like, yeah, look, I I would say that, you know, A-plus and double a Very similar now, right now. Uh, But that's all subject to change as I ran on and on and don't really answer your question. Uh, Meyer Ember 3 says, is there any hope with Justin Williams? He's a guy I'm convinced has a change away. uh, I'm convinced he's a change away from being good. Yeah, of course there's hope for Justin Williams. Like, look, what have we learned from all of the prospects and players that go to other organizations and do well? Yeah, there's plenty of hope for Justin Williams. I don't know. I, you know, to me, Justin Williams is a change of scenery guy, like, like Lane Thomas. I don't know if even if given a chance to play every day uh, for a year, I don't know if that'll ever happen. He'll ever reach his potential here. But I could see him going to Washington or a team like Washington, i.e. Lane Thomas, and reaching his potential there. Uh, It could still happen here, but it's not going to happen in a, uh, uh, like a fourth outfielder role, at least not like Lars Newbar has that lockdown. Again, I go to every question. We're at 816 right now on Ryan Olson. It's 840. I promise I'm going to try to get to all of them. Uh, Ryan Olson says, I got to see my first minor league game in person this year with Peoria. How was it, Ryan? It's awesome, right? To all the people who went out to see minor league baseball this year, I raise my glass. It is a joy to watch minor league baseball. It's uh, baseball at its, at its excessively romantic, as you'll see in modern day, uh, to minor league baseball and the people who, uh, who go and visit. Good for you, Ryan Olson. Uh, B... Padati, any info re Torre Gianelli? Picture card signed out of Italy. Think he is in rookie league. So uh, I could be wrong, and I usually don't look shit up, but I'm gonna look it up so I don't, uh, 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 I don't, so I don't mess it up. Uh, uh, but yeah, look, I don't have. Uh, maybe the best way to do it is this. I don't have enough information. He's not somebody who has uh, like really uh that i've he's not somebody that i've talked to people about uh that has like um uh, and of course now i'm looking it up like a fucking jackass i thought he was older than that i didn't think that he oh he is 18 uh yeah signed out in Italy yeah i got nothing on him you know like there's a lot of guys out there that uh since i don't see i don't really have much of a feel for you know uh jake burns one of those the catcher out of australia um, you know, I, I'm always, what I always say is like, especially when you're talking about like the Dominican kids and, and the Florida Complex League, like, it's easy to go and get excited and look at those stats and get excited. Uh, and It's easy to see the video uh, of them, uh, the scouting video and controlled atmospheres and be like, man, this kid, he's tooly. Uh, you know, Malcolm Nunez is one of those guys. At least he was at Palm Beach this year with his high spin stuff, or Malcolm Nunez, Edwin Nunez, with his high spin stuff. But I caution everybody that these are these are teenagers who have barely spent any time stateside playing in leagues with very uneven talent. So for me, the most important thing is getting a chance to see them pitch live and, or or take the field or, uh, you know, hit like that's what matters to me. Like, that's what I want to see. You know, in Gianelli's case, you know, let me put it this way. Like when I ask about him, he's not really on radar except for what they know about him as the 16 year old. And that doesn't mean anything to me. Ain't Bragg said 2022 season won't be played. Uh, remember for all of those. And you know, I say it kind of in jest, but for everybody who might be a, a surprise or caught off base when I say 2022 season won't be played. Remember that between this year and next year is the collective bargaining agreement. Uh, and it's anybody with a a computer can find out that most pundits believe it's going to be a contentious CPA between the players union and the owners. Uh, And uh, uh, so there's a thought that there might be a work stoppage. And even if it gets played, it might be shortened back down to like 60 games. How funny would that be? But uh, yeah, so there's always a chance that the 2022 season is a work stoppage. I think, I mean, deep down, I like to fuck around about it and do the uh, stand back and watch it burn about it just to get people's reaction. Uh, But uh, for me, like, I do think that they find they come to a conclusion. It's not going to be early, and it's not going to be quick. Uh, I would not suspect. Crying STL fan four says, "Why do you have a Christmas tree up? That's a baseball tree. I don't believe in Christmas. Um, it's purple. Really, the truth is, it's just a reason to have lights up. Uh, I love these purple Christmas lights over here. Um, I love these purple Christmas lights over here. Is it really right there? I don't get. I've got a weird like aspect ratio thing going on here, uh, and the Christmas lights here." So, uh, yeah, that's, it's just an excuse that lights up, really. And also my, my Nightwing, hold on, get down, my Nightwing treetopper. Uh, look, I'm not uh, the religious type. Uh, who's got time for that? I mean, for real. Uh, let's see. How about, how about Jesus Christ? I've missed so many questions. I'm sorry. I, I guess we're at the point where I've got to start kind of rolling through this. I'm sorry to everybody who's been asking questions that I have not gotten to. Uh, looks good, pal, to you, Braun. Not Brown. thank you very much. Uh, Dodgers or Giants, uh, I'll say, uh, Dodgers are gonna be the better team and end up winning. I think it ends up being the Giants. Uh, Peyton Brook says, Not the run. Sorry, I can't help myself. Ape Bragg says, How's the paving in STL? Let's hear some pavement stories. I got no pavement stories. Like, I shovel, uh, we grind, people yell at us, people compliment us. Uh, it's the day in the life of a construction worker, nothing fancy there. Uh, Carter Todd, one. 1225 says, give me Yepes for October. That'd be cool. It won't happen. Uh, Warman Sarah says, Whitley has looked amazing lately. Is this who he is or who he, uh, or is he over or underperforming? Cody Whitley was the Cardinals best relief pitcher in 2019 in the organization. Uh, so, he has the capability to sustain this. He's shown, uh, especially with the deception and the life on his stuff. He's showing that he's capable of this. Like you, you know, I, I would ask people to try to remember just how good he was at the minor league level if, if you were watching Pad back then uh, in 2019. And then we saw glimpses of this in 2020 as well in the sh- in the shortened season, the COVID shortened season. Uh, you know, he he doubled some. Maybe some some issues here and there, uh, maybe health related. I don't really know. Probably not safe to speculate. And I think now he's finally uh, starting to get his feet back underneath him. Remember when you when 2020's that season? It's hard to really get a gauge on exactly what's going on with a lot of these pitchers, and it's even diff- more difficult when it comes to relief pitchers. Uh, so I think that he can sustain this, some version of this, if he isn't overused, because there's a minor league track record of a guy who strikes out a lot without strikes guys out a lot without walking a lot of guys. And uh, so, yeah, I think, I don't know, this might be a little overperforming, but I, I don't think it's that much overperforming if, if he's pitching to his potential. Nick Sauer says, could you see Edmund sliding to short if Gorman's at second? Yeah, I could. The only issue there is that Mike Shield has been so reluctant over the years to move Gore, or move Edmund to short. Uh, but look, I, I don't think anybody other than the people who watched him at the minor league level really know how good of a shortstop Tommy Edmond is. And as somebody who watched him at the minor league level, uh, and granted at this point, that's three years ago. So maybe uh, he, he's out of practice. Maybe it would be kind of rough at first. I don't know, but he's one of the best defensive second basemen in the league. Uh, and second base and short aren't the same thing. I know it, but he has a strong arm. And I do think that if they were to tell him at the end of the season, however it ends that, Hey, look, you're our shortstop next year. I think that he'd be able to be a more than serviceable shortstop. You know, uh, Paul DeYoung, got away with being uh, maybe a little bit better than he actually was because of the advanced metrics. And I think that uh, Tommy Edmond could be every bit of that. Uh, Noo from Fun Seeker 101 uh, Ain't Bragg says, jumbo shrimps, deep tracks. Uh, good call there, yeah. Yeah, I like that, Ain't Bragg. Uh, Ryan Olson says, when will we live in a society where Jim Edmonds doesn't whine about the shift and launch angle? Yeah, and talk about his text messages and how he does everything right and everybody else does everything wrong. And uh, tell stories about how cool he is, and how everybody's wrong and he's right. Uh, Naves thought says, "How many Gold Gloves the Cardinals are getting this year?" Uh, I will say three. I'll say O'Neill, Bader, and Goldschmidt. Uh, Bader and Goldschmidt for sure. Cardinals fan 022 says, "Do you think Gorman is ready for what from what you've seen this year?" So let me say this about Nolan Gorman is uh, if you were to ask me this a couple months ago, I would have said, no, no, that's not even a possibility, but to watch what Nolan Gorman has become as a prospect over the last two months at the highest level of the minor leagues, a way before he was supposed to be there. I will tell you that I think that there is a legitimate chance that he's major league ready at spring training next year. And that's something I never thought I'd say, but to watch the, the strides that he's made at second base, Uh, uh, and also the strides he's made at the plate. Yeah, I do think there is a legitimate chance. And again, this is coming from a skeptic. This is coming from somebody who thought that it would take him a little bit longer. Uh, The Cardinals are being overly aggressive with him. Uh, So keep that in mind. Uh, When I say that I think that there is a legitimate chance that Nolan Gorman is ready for the major leagues at the start of the 2021 or 2022 season. We'll see how that is. I also think uh, uh, not only Juan Yepes, but I think Brendan Donovan and Nick Plummer are also really close to being major league ready by the start of the 2022 season. Uh, And some of those guys need to be protected in the Rule 5. And I'm anxious to see if they aren't, you know, like Brendan Donovan. If uh, he's not protected, and I think he's rule 5 eligible, I'm not 100% sure because of 2020, it's got me all messed up. But uh, I could see something interesting happening there. Uh, to uh, Bianca, Bianca Kizzle, the man, the myth, the legend, hashtag blessed. Uh, to you, Bianca, you're the woman, the myth, the legend. Uh, you're uh, you're awesome. You're a really cool and awesome person. Uh, I feel um, honored to have met you a couple times, to sit behind you at a Cardinal game. Uh, to you, I raise my glass. You're awesome. Thanks for being awesome. Yeah. Don't get more bourbon. Don't do it. You know, you want to. May Shep says uh, across all of baseball, who's next 18 to 20 year old phenom to take the league by storm. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is the easy answer for uh, Seattle. And really, I don't know if there's a a two way. I think Rodriguez might be 20 at this point, you know, Jason Dominguez because of the way that he's built is one of those guys. that I think a lot of Yankee fans would choose, but yeah, for me, I'm going to say Julio Rodriguez. There really isn't a, a, a second in line there. Uh, uh, C. A. Abrams for the Padres, uh, he could be one. Uh, there are a lot of really talented players. Trivia tops. Ha! Tito says productive outs. That's for you, Cardinals Gifts. I love it. I uh, love you too, Meshep. Uh, what's up, dog? Hey, Spaghetti Jones. How are you, Brent? It's nice to talk to you. John Heyman fan says, do you think Woodford will continue to be successful? I do not. I don't think there's any way Jake Wood- Woodford continues to be successful. Look, Jake Woodford is... Jason is baby. Jason is loves Jake Woodford. Uh, he talks about stuff. Uh, so I, will he continue to be this successful? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not at all. But that's not to say, as we've said for years now, that Jake Woodford doesn't have the chance to be a really solid swingman, fist starter type, uh, with better starting pitching ahead of him. So, uh, yeah, like, that's the kind of pitcher he is. That was an apparition the other day. Uh, he was getting that slider up, that breaking pitch up, and the brewers did not know what to do with it. Uh, I don't anticipate that sticking. But the one thing, let me with that in mind, this goes back to like ranking prospects and how things change. The one complaint that I've had about Jake Woodford as a prospect, the one thing, because you know, his fastball's decent, his breaking pitch can be really good. The one thing that he doesn't do is attack. And that was always my complaint about Jake Woodford. So if Jake Woodford continues to attack the zone all quarters, all corners of the zone, then maybe, maybe he's more than that. Uh, maybe he is that pitcher that we've been seeing in his last two, two starts. Um, I don't think that's likely. I think that that's a personality thing. But you just never know. Maybe that start against the Brewers is what he needed to see to know that, all right, you know what? I can pitch up and in on on a right-handed patter. I can go up and in on a lefty. I can drop a breaking pitch in to a lefty's hot zone. Maybe it is it. Maybe that's what he needed to see. You just never know with some of these guys. Uh, And it could happen. I just don't think it's likely. Uh, ZP underscore three says, Are Carpenter and Young viable options to pinch hit in the postseason? Or is that stretching it? I would say no with DeYoung young right now. DeYoung young looks lost, but then again, DeYoung young could walk into one. You know, I know the Cardinals have, uh, Cardinal fans have such um, concern about Matt Carpenter, and I get it. I would say that uh, it's been a bummer to watch what's happened to Matt Carpenter, but there is value in having a pinch hitter who can walk, especially if the front of your order is hitting right. If If Edmund's hitting, if Goldie's hitting, if O'Neal's hitting, if Arenado's hitting. That kind of changes the importance of Carpenter. And, you know, Carpenter's strung together a couple hits. I know going over 30 or 300 or whatever he went is not a good look. Uh, But you take the good with the bad. You try to take it all in. And, you know, uh, sure, would you want to have uh, Chris Taylor and Trey Turner on the bench or something like that? Yeah, you'd rather have that. Uh, Brad Miller maybe you would rather have as a left-handed option. Uh, maybe Juan Yepes as the right-handed option. We don't know about Yepes. We don't really know about Miller. Uh, but uh, what I know is that let's all hope that Cardinals double magic continues to carry the Cardinals for more days. Goff78 says, do you see Ponce in our organization next season? Absolutely not. No, if you didn't see the news, Goff, the Cardinals gave Ponce his unconditional release. Uh, his days as a Cardinal are finished. Tim Mitch13 says, "Will Flaherty and Hudson coming back soon. Who gets kicked out of the rotation? Uh, you know, I don't know. The thing is, Flaherty might only throw 15 to 25 pitches, and uh, I don't really know what kind of role Hudson's going to have. You know, my guess would be, as I clean off my glasses, uh, is that it's Woodford more than likely that would end up, Hudson would take Woodford's spot, but Woodford's going to be an important part there, because he'd probably piggyback off of Hudson, depending on what the plan is with Flaherty, of course. It could be Flaherty and Hudson together, uh, but I think that more than likely it'd be Woodford. I think that's the, the easy way to go. Uh our good friend Iowa Neck Derek says, What was the story with Trey Fletcher injuries? Yeah, that was part of it. Uh, let's just say Trey Fletcher isn't ready for what we all hoped he would be. Victoria Dryden says, Late to the party as usual. Victoria, it's nice to see you. Welcome back. Uh uh, we, we love you. It's great for you to be here as Graham is here too. All of my old school, my OG pad people. I raised my glass. Love you, Grammy. Uh welcome back, Kyle. I've missed you. I've missed you too, Victoria. Uh Jerry Chane says it would be incredible if Mark could pull a Wayno. Bueno. Yeah, you just never know. Look out. there's one thing I've I've learned in my life is you never count people out uh that uh, are the highest caliber as I pour more booze in. What a fucking idiot I am. Uh let's see. Golf78 says, I would love to see Carp get a Matt Holiday type last heroic moment for the Cardinals. Me too. Because again, I think that because of how rough these last couple of years have been, Cardinal fans. Have completely disassociated with just how good Matt Carpenter was for a really long time. Uh, for a couple of years, Matt Carpenter was the most consistent and arguably the best offensive card uh, position player that the Cardinals had. You know, he's okay he, to me. He's a no doubt surefire Cardinal Hall of Famer. Uh, and the fact that we all are talking about DFAing him a year or a week before the season's over, before his contract is done, like it's heartbreaking that that's the spot that we are at. And hopefully. He gets a chance to have that last heroic moment. He's earned it. He deserves it. He also deserves a big ovation from these fans. Uh, we deserve to give that to him. And, you know, the thing about Matt Carpenter, too, he is the ultimate team player. He's a silver slugger winner at third, right? And then he moves to first, and then he moves to second, and Back when he was uh, coming into the major leagues, he was playing left field. He's done everything imaginable for the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Change the type of hitter he is. Change his body type. Work through fatigue. Work through back issues. And then on top of that, you know, you want to talk about what kind of team player he was. Wasn't it in 2019 in the the Game 5 of the NL uh, Wild Card Series, the NLDS, where – the Cardinals put a nine spot up on the Braves or whatever. And he pulled him. He basically went to Shelton said, get me out of the game, get a defensive replacement in there. Let's win this fucking thing. Like that was just a couple years ago. Like that's Matt Carpenter, man. Uh, that would be amazing. ZP underscore three says resigning carp would be a waste of a roster spot. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, they've wasted roster spots in the past. I would says any 2021 draft impressions uh, you in the short time that they played. Yeah. Thomas Francisco's one. Um, uh, uh, Gordon Graceffo would be another Zay Mills would be another, again, Mills was only in the complex league. Um, you know, I would say the one thing that I took away from Michael McCreevy is how fast his arm is. I didn't, I didn't, like, I undergraded how good his arm, like how his arm speed is that's going to play up. But, you know, I think, I think that the stats tell you exactly the type of pitcher that he is right now. And also the potential that he has to be, uh, uh but like, uh, yeah, that, like that's my thought. Uh, Baez, nothing but positives I've heard from the Complex League there. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I would say that a lot of these guys are about what I thought they might be. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Austin Love, uh, but that's what 2022's is for. Uh, I guess my initial impression is that it's a solid draft with a lot that could possibly look wrong in a couple of years. Graham says, Joy Votto was down and out for a couple seasons and back to MVP hitting. It's not impossible for carp. Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to raise my Oktoberfest to Joey Votto. I love Joey Votto. Good for him. Good for Joey Votto. Jesus, I'm going to get hammered. Uh, C. Dettler5 says, who is the Cardinal starting shortstop next year? Me. I'm the Cardinal starting shortstop. No, I think it ends up being Edmundo Sosa. Like, if I'm putting all my eggs in a basket, I'm not going to say it's Trevor Story. Of all the free agents, I'm going to say Trevor Story has the best chance it's not Trevor's story. I think they're going to have trouble finding a taker for Paul DeYoung because, uh, I, like, I've had people say, "Hey, Paul DeYoung, you can move Paul DeYoung, right?" And, and Paul DeYoung can get you starting pitching back or really pitching back. Well, I would say Paul DeYoung is uh, less valuable than Alledmeas Diaz was when the Cardinals traded Alledmeas Diaz for JB Woodman. And uh, because of how much Carp is going to, because of how much Young costs them, I don't expect them to get much in return. Uh, for Paul DeYoung, So I think that because of that, they'll bring Young back, they'll bring in Mundo Sosa back, uh, and those two guys will battle it out at the beginning of the year for short. And then I think what ends up happening is eventually Norman go- Nolan Gorman pushes away, and if I'm the Cardinals, this is what I would do. I would have Tommy Edmund ready to go at short. When Nolan Gorman is ready at second, Gorman gets second, Edmund gets short. That's how i do it. That's how I'd roll. Uh, and uh, then late in games, I would move Edmund back to second and put Sosa at short. That's how I do it. Uh, and that's what I think will happen. But here's the hoping that it's Trevor's story. May Shepherd says, "If Matt Carpenter signs for anything over league minimum, I'll lose my shit." Yeah, again, what's a million or two million when you're talking about league minimum? That's like what five eighty or whatever. Uh, I'm not going to get in the minutia of that. I just like that they're paying people. Uh, let's see. Any chance they send wind to Arizona to pitch? The answer is zero. I know that for a fact. Jobo underscore zero seven says, "Grinky or even buying low on JV intrigues me." after this year rotation problems are early you need arms like uh Grinky or JV like I get what you're saying there but to your point the second point there uh, again with my point about LeBlanc or Hap or Lester bring them all back Bring back all the arms that help get you to this point right now if you can. That's what I do. And then, you know, maybe Oviedo takes the next step. Maybe Woodford has taken the next step. Maybe Libertor takes the next step. Uh, but at least you have covered on the off chance that they don't. Hey, Hack Muff. What's up, Hack Brother? How are you? Uh, I'm going to raise my glass of water to you because I need water and I know you're here to help me out. Uh, Have we already covered shortstop options from the offseason? We have. But I mean, you know me, I'm a bit of a pessimist when it comes to this stuff. I think it's more likely they stick with their internal options than it is that they go outside. And I also think there's a better chance they trade than they get into a bidding war over a free agent. Like, that's just where I'm at. Now, they do have a little bit of money to spend. uh, uh, But, uh, you know, we'll see about that. Um, I'm not as bullish on the money that they have to spend. And, again, there's always the chance there with the money that they have to spend that uh, 2022 is a work stoppage, and then God only knows what that means for the budget. May Shepherd says, the only reason I bring a pool is because Wayno and Yachty farewell tour. Imagine pools and that. Yeah, again, that goes back to uh, the sentiment, and I don't really care about that. that, that the sentiment is nothing. Like, sure, it would be fun, but I want the Cardinals to be good for Yachty and Waino. That's what matters more to me. I wanted the Cardinals to be as good as possible for Yachty and Ueno, uh, uh than I care about bringing pools back for a, a farewell tour. I just, I could give a shit about a farewell tour. Uh, hello, Hackmuff. How are you, friend? Uh, Bianca says, uh, T. Albert is vibing in LA. And I love Albert. Like, you know, the, the thing about what I just said, like, I'm just trying to look at it practically from a business standpoint. And I would love uh, the, 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 what the 15 to 25 year old inside of me would love to see Albert pools and his career as a Cardinal. Uh, and if he is the best option that they can get, they can afford then yeah, go get him, Bring it. I love that. I'm all about that. Uh, but isn't there anyone else? Uh, well, and Bianca, you're the best. Uh, Worman Sarah says, prospects you could see earning a spot in the pen next year. Uh, well, there's a couple that come to my mind. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with Ramon Santos. He's a little older, uh, but he has a high 90s fastball. He's actually kind of a little bit like Luis Garcia, oddly enough. Like, I could see him, if he's still in the organization next year, uh, uh, if they bring him back, I could see him being a bullpen op- option. Uh, Freddie Pacheco is probably the Cardinals' best relief pitcher at the minor league level. Edgar Escobar would do really well to have uh, uh, an offseason. Uh, to work his his um to get like his conditioning back up uh he has a potential there he's had a rough last like 3 months but the potential's there uh, if you're talking about starters i really do think Johanna Oviedo at this point if you were to hedge you would say Oviedo is going to be that guy uh, don't forget Ryan Helsley has his will be back from his knee injury we'll get Helsley back and probably healthier than he's been in a while um so yeah like uh, again not minor league options uh TJ Zoik uh zoink zoik uh zoich z-e-u-c-h but it is like zoik um he could be a bullpen option the cardinals will have his rights through next year he could also be a starting option you know we'll wait and see uh but those are just a couple names that come to my mind along with you know tommy parsons or angel rondon uh still up in the air what their role is going to be hello rachel boyd Uh, hello rachel i'm sorry i didn't october fest to you uh, it's a pleasure. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. I'm sorry I didn't, we didn't get to talk to you much uh, at the Cardinal game, but it was great to see you, and happy belated birthday, and I didn't even know it was your birthday. I saw something today. I've got – fuck, who knows? Uh, Ethan Kenemer says, Kyle, glad to be back in pad. If you could sign one free agent this offseason, who would it be? It's Bartolo Colon. Give me that sweet, fat bastard, man. That's I need that. I need that sweet, fat man. I need him. And also – Adam Wainwright, because Adam Wainwright will probably be a free agent at some point, it looks like. No, uh, they'll get Wainwright locked up. For me, you know, the uh, the narrative that comes with Trevor's story would be really fucking cool. Uh, I would love to have Max Scherzer, although I don't know what kind of finances that is. You know, money aside, those are the two guys that come to my head initially, uh, without thinking too much. Uh, Sosa for Vlad Jr., who says no? Uh, <laughs> the White Sox, that's who say no. Meshep1 says, A-Ray and Yepes for Wander Franco. Oh, God, don't do this to me. Edmundo Sosa is the mad Beady of the Cardinals. I love you, Graham. Uh, welcome back, Graham. It's good to see you. You're the best. Uh, Hackmuff says Sosa for Trey Turner, who says no. So this is what we're going to do, huh, Hackoff? Uh B Deruz says uh, Phillies with a big homer. They're making us extend the streak even longer. Good. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, C. Dutler says yes. I can't imagine what that was to. Uh, uh, Z uh, Axe says boobs. That's right, She's Go ahead. Do what you got to do to these. Uh, hello, Stu Stiles. Uh, so, Stu Styles' comment was at 833. It's 9.04. I'm half an hour behind. Let's try to get through these. I laughed my fucking ass off. So, this is where we're at. Half an hour ago is when I took my T-shirt off. Tops off for the boys. That's right. Hubba hubba. Uh, oh, Jesus. Hell yeah, shirt is off from Lando. Graham. Ooga ooga. Oh, God. oh, God. oh God. Uh, Let's see. Kirby Wagoner says... Um, Calling it, I think Yadi has one more good offensive season than him, 20 homers, decent at batting average. Yadi does not have 20 homers. He probably has 10 to 15 if he was really getting in. Um, and I will put my shirt back on. That, thoughts on Kramer Robertson and future with the system from WC Lee, 20, uh, 2001. Yeah, you know, I wish Kramer Robertson would have got a chance with the Cardinals this year. I am putting my shirt back on. That was a half an hour ago. Jesus. Um, I, he, you know, I wish I wish he would have got a little sniff of the major leagues. You know, more than likely he's a 4A guy, as much as I hate using that term. Uh, but, man, you know, uh, his batting average isn't there. He was so good and he's so valuable from a depth standpoint to the organization. Uh, he probably sticks around for just a little bit longer. Maybe it's a sniff in the major leagues. That's what I'd like to see. Uh, but he's just like the perfect organizational depth. Shirt is back on, Sarah. Uh, LT Belcher says, holy shit, I leave for like three minutes and we've got our shirt off. No, from C. Dettler. uh, <laughs> Shirt is back on. Uh, keep it off, dude. Uh, do you think Gorman or Liberator, Liberator make their debuts next year? I think both of them do. <laughs> Gorman for Torque. Who says no? Uh, the Cardinals, I think, would say no because of Goldschmidt, as crazy as that is. Uh, has Martinez thrown his last pitch as a Cardinal? Yes, absolutely, Goff. Uh, let's see. Gorman is going to be an all-star at age 21. Uh, he'll be 22 by the bell. Think so might get a few late rookie of the year votes. Yeah, maybe one or two. I could see that happening. But, you know, nothing worth uh, worth getting you like, uh, your pen is in a bunch of votes. Do you think DeYoung gets traded this offseason? I think the Cardinals will try to trade him. I just uh, I don't think that they're going to have the suitor that they want. Hello, friggin' cards. We love you. Welcome, friggin' cards uh, to friggin' cards. Who again? We got to meet a couple weekends ago. What a great dude. What an absolutely great dude. To friggin' cards, uh, I raise my 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 booze. Uh, Bianca says hi, Betsy <laughs> to Sarah. Ann. that's great. Trivia tops. Love that. Uh, Goff, do you think MLB and the players' union come to an agreement before next season starts? My, my heart says yes, but looking at it practically, looking at how contentious getting to 60 games and how the owners held the Players Association hostage uh, and, and created conflict um, for those 60 games, my brain tells me no. No, that there's going to be some type of shortened season. Alexander Guerrero says... Were you on the, quote, call up Yepes to the MLB train before the MLP? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, there was a time, specifically when the DH was introduced uh, against whoever the fuck that was, that I wanted Juan Yepes up at the Major League level. Yeah, I didn't want him to stick around unless he absolutely was raking. But yes, yeah, Juan Yepes' bat should have been at the Major League level at some point. If for no other reason you're already going to have to add him to the 40-man to keep him, why not get some kind of sniff on what he's capable of? Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't say that I was one of those people that when they roster expanded by two, that I was like, yeah, one, yep, has to be one of them. I was not. And I even told people on Twitter that would ask me that, you know, it just makes sense to not do that, uh, especially with basically being a DH first base option right now. Um, so yes and no to your question. Uh, and also welcome to what's inside my head. Man, this is my first prospects after dark and forever. I missed it so much. You are the best. No, golf. You are the best. I miss doing it. Thank you for being here. Uh, Bianca says the trivia tops. Not saying I have my tickets, but I'm free Wednesday, October sixth. I love uh, Hello, Tori. Okay, I just got here. Why? Where is your shirt, Kyle? Um, your dog ate it. Teeth like three one four says more likely to be on the 2022 opening day roster. Gorman or Plummer? I'll say Gorman. Uh, hey, freaking cards. He looks at. It, he took it off like a boss. <laughs> John Van Amberg says, Kyle, please give me a minor league pitcher to get irrationally excited about. Uh, So pitching is kind of the rough little area right now, right? Like, there aren't a whole lot of, like, really exciting pitchers. If you're looking for a deep sleeper, I'm going to give you Wilfredo Pereira. I think Pereira, while not as good as Angel Rondon, is where Angel Rondon was in 2019-ish. He and Connor Lund were probably the two most consistent pitchers in the Cardinals organization this year. Connor Thomas, they started, like, to, to, to watch his innings. Connor Thomas kind of moved to the bullpen, had some short uh, appearances out of the bullpen, and that didn't really do him well. Connor Thomas would be one of those guys, but like Andre Payante, Connor Thomas, Connor Lunn, and Wilfredo Pereira, uh, again, none of them are like the budding superstars, uh, but they all have organizational roles um, to play potentially, and I think that's a positive. And then, you know, I, I know people look at Zach Thompson and they get sad and they they get dejected about the type of season he has, don't turn your back on Zach Thompson just yet. Please do not. Uh, I I will tell everyone, and this will probably be the last time I talk about Zach Thompson because anything else sounds like I'm beating him up. But the the most important thing for Zach Thompson is he needs to learn how to consistently work ahead of hitters. But don't forget that that is a kid who barely got any uh, affiliated baseball time in 2019, then even though – he was at the uh, extended camp in 2020, did not pitch competitively in 2020, and then was asked to start and spend the entire season at AAA, the most advanced professional amateur level that he is capable of pitching at. That, that's a hell of a task to ask with a lot of obstacles, a lot of hurdles between that point and where he was after being drafted in 2019. So struggle is to be expected. By no means is 2021 a unsuccessful season for him. I would mark it as successful. There are some things he needs to work on and get better at. Uh, but the problem is, as fans, we have a tendency to look at stats and only see the stats. And that's why this year I wanted to be so good about giving you guys the gifts. I wanted you to see it. And all that most people saw was the stats. Uh, and that's a bummer. But yeah, like uh, those are the pictures that come to my mind. Uh, and also Edwin Nunez because he's got a big fucking fancy fucking high spin shit. Uh, uh, Gordon Graceffo, Zade Mills uh, from this past draft for some names to keep an eye on too and Austin Love. Is that a Christmas tree? No, it's a baseball tree. It's a comics. It's a, it's a baseball tree. It's a comics tree. That is a Nightwing symbol up top there. And those are purple lights because I love the fucking color purple. And then these are supposed to be purple too. Uh, but they are red uh, no matter what the fucking box says. I got nothing on him. Left my ass off neither. Uh, what minor leaguer uh, is the first to make their MLB debut next year? I will say... Fuck me. It's not going to be Libertor. It's not going to be Gorman. It's always somebody you don't expect, like Lars Neutbar. Uh How about... It won't be Brendan Donovan, unfortunately. I'll say Juan Yepes. It, it'll be Juan Yepes. That is my guess. Han Aswolo says, it's amazing we're suddenly talking about a postseason rotation of Wayno, Flaherty, and Leicester. And remember, uh, more than likely, it's Wayno, Flaherty, slash Hudson, and Leicester. But yeah, like you talk about a kick it to the nuts of reality, like getting a dose of reality there. Can you fucking imagine, like, at the beginning of the year, that Flaherty and Hudson would both end up? Be in the postseason with Wayno leading the charge. You would think, yeah, if you're going to have to have Wayno covering uh, game two or three with Michaelis and Flaherty. No, no, it's Flaherty and Hudson are going to be paired together. And then that guy, John Lester, who we all hate, is our our personal Jesus Christ. Personal Jesus. Someone to hear your prayers. Someone who cares. (laughs) I might be drunk, you guys. Uh, where we had step away uh, for a minute Kyle shirtless. Uh, yeah, okay. Baseball is doing well. Too much money involved. There will be a 2022 season. Uh, we'll see. Alexander Goreo says, nervous about next season because I really want Yadi and Wayne to break the all time battery record. Me too. Uh, my man, my man from Gibson. A uh, 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 friggin' who is the best high ceiling pitcher in our minor leagues, not named Liberator. You know, I hate that ceiling. And I get why fans want to know this, uh, but I hate that ceiling talk because more than likely, 99.9% of these guys are going to get near their ceiling. Uh, I think if you were to ask anybody in the the scouting realm, they'll tell you uh, Edwin Nunez, the righty uh, uh, that was spent all year at Palm Beach, he'd be the guy. But I think, uh, you know, don't give up on Zach Thompson just yet. You know, Griffin Roberts had a shitty year. Don't give up on Griffin Roberts just yet. Ian Bedell, who went out right at the beginning of the year because of Tommy John. Don't give up on him just yet. Andre Payante, don't give up on him. Like, there are guys. It's just things weren't good this year. Uh, Whitewater attorney, Adam Greg. Hello, Adam. See you, I raise my glass. Top three pitchers in the Cardinal system most ready for their MLB debut. Uh, You know, Libertor and Thomas, Connor Thomas, are the first two that come to my mind. I wouldn't be surprised if Freddy Pacheco, the relief pitcher that we talked about earlier, if he's one of those guys. Uh, Ramon Santos, who uh, got sent down from AAA to Double A earlier in the week to make room for some of these other guys. Uh, I think that I would have loved to have seen him get a chance, as crazy as that sounds for a guy who was demoted. Uh, those are probably the first three names that come to my mind because guys like Johan Quezada have already made a major league debut. Uh, Waddell's made a major league debut. Austin Warner, you know, the third name on that list would be Austin Warner, the lefty who pitched for the river city rascals. I was a little older. Uh, he'd be the third name on that list. I'd love to see Austin Warner get a chance at the major leagues. Uh need a nasty lefty like Robbie Ray. Uh, yeah. Like, The point that I've made, Ben, Dub, 19, 83, 27, uh, is that I don't really care what hand the pitcher throws. Uh, I don't care. I'm a lefty. I'm a psychopath. Hello, welcome to my left hand. I'll kill you. Uh, And then myself. Actually, myself, and then I won't kill you. But I will asphyxiate you while I jerk off and then die. Uh, But uh, uh, I just want the best pitchers. I don't care what handed they are because the best pitchers get people out. Uh, but, yeah, sure, a lefty, and nasty lefty would be cool as fuck. May shepard once says, clear throat. I said Gorman should have been in the majors this year. Uh, I get the sentiment. I understand why people would want that. There was a moment there where I was like, yeah, maybe this is about time. But it doesn't hurt to give these guys a little bit more time. Matt, uh, Hackmuff says, the Arizona kid proved himself. Wow, go Nolan, go. That's right, baby, that's right. The Arizona kids, Libertor and Nolan. Uh, uh, proving themselves for you, baby. Cheers, which is uh, cheers to uh, uh, to you, uh, Tori. What's up, friggin' cards? How are you, my man? It's great to, great to have you here. Braun, not Brown, says Woodford slider was lucky that it didn't get hammered. I agree with you, bud. I, I, I kept looking at that thing, thinking, man, they just didn't expect it, they didn't expect him to use it, they didn't expect him to use it, to use it there, uh, and I think he got lucky with it too. Jay Hips 22 says, will cards have a standard 7th, 8th, and ninth inning pen for playoffs, or will Schilt play matchups? I think that he'll use um, McFarland in matchups. I think uh, he'll use Henesis Cabrera in matchups, but I think that your traditional ninth inning guy is Henesis. I think he has to go to a, a pitcher early for a couple innings, depending on how, what the score is. Woodford and Reyes are those two guys. Uh, maybe go to Reyes early in a tight spot to try to get a K. But I think Luis Garcia is your eighth inning guy. I think uh, 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 Giovanni Gallegos is your ninth inning guy. And I think the rest is very fluid. I don't know how they haven't extended bueno yet. I'm sure if I know bueno like Ueno probably knows he's going to be a Cardinal and just thinks, let's get through the year. Once we get to the offseason, we'll sort it out. I guarantee that's what it is. Uh, Golf78 says Lester and Hap are better as cards. How much of it do you think is Yachty? I think most of it is Waino. <laughs> I think a lot. I think a little bit of it has to do with 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 Yachty, but I think uh, Leicester in particular is is Waino, and I think the defense is the second thing that, and then Yachty is the third. Not to dismiss what Yachty is capable of. May Shepard once says, "Am I the only one that thinks Clarity channels is inner Waino and closes in the postseason? It could happen, but yeah, what I think is that you would have to have a really rough last week." Giovanni Gallegos to get to that point. It'd be cool to see that, right? It'd be a hell of a story. A real head turner says, John Lester has been a great surprise. Reminds me of when they picked up Lance Berkman in 2011. Yeah, you know, uh, I remember, it's something we don't talk a lot about, but I remember the first time I saw Lance Berkman in a Cardinals uniform in 2011, and that was weirder than any other player I've ever seen in a Cardinals uniform in my life. You know, uh, Will Thrill-Clark, his time as an anti-Cardinal was beyond me. It wasn't something I was super invested in, so it didn't resonate with me. Uh, but, you know, seeing Larry Walker, he was never like a uh, an antihero, a uh, 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 um, you know antagonist to the Cardinals, so that never really played. Uh, but even more so than John Lester, seeing Lance Berkman in the Cardinals was a uh, a weird thing. Blake Breggert says, "Dear God, he must have saw me with the shirt off." Blake, how are you, bud? To you, I raised my Oktoberfest. I hope you're doing well. Goff says, how much of the resurgence of the offense can be attributed to Jeff Albert? Uh, You know, boy, I don't know how to answer this without, like, giving away information that I have. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my life has gotten so weird these last couple years. Uh, The best way to put it is at some point throughout the year there was a renaissance. And I would say that the players buying into their own process aided by Jeff Albert has helped to get the Cardinals where they're at right now. Uh, offensively, Reds lose and ha 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 lost to the Nats uh, to the Washington Nationals to Lane Thomas. We raise our glass. Vital getting a ball to the opposite field that's pretty cool. Uh Wehrman Sarah says, Ever been a higher potential first uh, one to two round picks for St. Louis in 2020's Walkers? Walker win Henson Burley. No, No, you know, uh, so. Let me take a step back. I say no, but only in my knowledge of the draft, right? You know, I'm 35 years old. I probably started paying attention to the major league draft and like, like really paying attention in 2004. And no, the answer is no. Uh, that 2020 draft with Booker and Wynn and Hence and Burley, and don't forget Bedell in the fourth round. You know, again, we we miss Bedell because he underwent Tommy John surgery, but Bedell in the fourth round is is huge. There's huge potential there if he can recover. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, can you say minutia again? Uh, I can. Minutia, 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 minutia. Uh, like we're like I live in the Star Wars world. You say things however the hell you want all the time. Yo hack moment. I don't know what that's about. Uh, Jordan Hilton says chance Marp starts a game in the batting order in the three uh, chances Marp starts a game in the batting order. In the three to six spot here on out, yeah, there'll be a game or two. Look, if all if everything goes well, uh, the Cardinals will have uh, uh, that second wild card spot clinched within the week, and maybe they go into that final weekend, and he'll definitely get a spot at that point. Uh, Graham says, Weno and Yachty stayed, pools left." Yeah, like uh, again, uh, I get that sentiment, and that's kind of what kind of what guides my thoughts on on it as well. Um, hold on. That's funny. Uh, That's kind of guides my thoughts on it as well. But I I don't mean it in a resentful kind of way. I just mean it like, hey, look, I want the Cardinals to be good. I want the Cardinals to go as far as possible for the two guys who are here now. Uh, When I talk about like the 2020 season as a curtain call for Yachty and Bueno. And again, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I don't think next year's got to use last year. I don't, I don't think there's any way. I think we get midway through the year and he starts thinking, uh, thinking about it. Uh, Second guessing it. Sim panic says Scherzer a Cardinal next year. I will say no. I hope so. I'll say no, it doesn't happen, and the reason it doesn't happen is he's going to get more money for uh, than the Cardinals are willing to pay for somebody his age. Alan Seedley says, yo, what's up, Alan? How are you? Uh, Goff underscore 78 says, do you think we have the best defense in all of baseball? Numbers bear it out, so I'll say yeah. Uh, that outfield is pretty stout right now. You know, Carlson had a couple issues with balls bouncing out of his glove that he'd come in for and die for, but other than that, he's been solid. The outfield solid. Edmundo Sosa is a better defender than Paul DeYoung. Uh, they've got the two best corner infielders in the game. And Tommy Edmond has really shorn up second base. So, yeah, I'll say that uh, uh, they do. But remember, I don't watch every team. So I can only go on what the stats tell me, and I can only go on what I see. And I'll say that this is the best defensive Cardinal team that I've really ever seen play, uh, even including some of those Dynamite 2004 through 2006 seasons. Graham asks – what do you see happening with Andrew Kisner? Another season with under uh, 60 starts, uh, less than 60 starts or traded. I think more than likely he's a trade piece. I hope he gets a chance to get more than less than 60 starts. But if he stays here, he's he's not going to start 60 games. Uh, it's bullshit. I just hope the kid gets a chance eventually. Rumsfield78 says, he's shirtless. woohoo. Great to meet you this year, sir. Uh, it was great to meet you in Peoria. Yeah, man. You and your wife, that was an absolute pleasure. Uh, I wanted to go to Peoria last weekend. I couldn't make it happen. I was pretty bummed out about it, but you are, you're the best, man. Uh, to you, to Troy Poole, to Zach Poole, to all of my Peoria people, uh, uh, I raise my glass. Uh, to Tori, to you too. Uh, let's see. P.S. No one talks about Alec Burleson. Why? Uh, I don't have that same thought. Me and my DMs. In my mentions, all that stuff, people talk about Alec Burleson a lot. I mean, a lot. Uh, we've talked about him here tonight, too. So uh, maybe some of the national people don't talk about him because when you watch him, he doesn't look like a uh, uh, projectable athlete. He's just a baseball player. Horgan Freeman says, should the Cardinals take a run at Carlos Rodon, in your opinion? Now, Rodon is right – Last week, there were some health concerns about him. He had a a decrease in velocity. They pulled him early from his start. Yeah, things like that, uh, 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 those things really concern me. But depending on what the price tag is, I'm all about bringing in. Look, my my philosophy entering this offseason has been my philosophy since the beginning of this season. Bring in every arm. The minute the bullpen started falling apart, I kept saying bring in every arm. I don't care who the arm is. Bring him in. I don't care how bad they've been. Bring him in. Just bring in every arm. And that's my philosophy going into the offseason, too. So depending on Carlos Rodon's price tag, depending on how healthy he looks from this point on, uh, yeah, why not take a run at him? As our good friend Adam Butler would tell you, uh, Adam Butler kept telling everybody they should have taken a run at him in the offseason, and I wish they would have. Sarah asks, can you take a shirt back off? Absolutely not. Uh, Jared Chain says, become a big fan of Evan Mendoza from his TikTok account realistic projection from him. Look, I am a big Evan Mendoza fan. I love it that like, you can tell when he's zoned in, cause he just pushes the ball all over the place. The problem is uh, he's at this point at the major league level, he's probably nothing more than a defensive replacement. And that just doesn't play at the major league level. You know, uh, he had one home run that went off the glove of an outfielder and over the stand or over the fence. Uh, uh, and all of that sounds like I'm beating up on Evan. That's, you know, I want to highlight here that he's become a, a, a well above average defensive shortstop uh, who can flash way more than that. He can play all over the diamond. The Cardinals have used him all over the diamond in spring training and throughout the year. He's before he moved to shortstop, he was the best defensive third baseman in the Cardinals organization. I just think that without power, he doesn't profile as much of a major leaguer. Uh, He is a great dude who I would love to still see get a major league opportunity Uh, But without that, it's hard to see him, you know, just looking from a front office standpoint, from a viability standpoint, it's hard to see him as anything more than just minor league depth. Doesn't mean he can't reach in and get a little power. You know, five to ten home runs changes exactly the type of player he is. And he has the capability of spraying the ball all over the place. That plays well. but He just needs to continue to evolve as a hitter well, uh, not taking any steps back as a fielder before we really have a feel for him as anything more than minor league depth. Uh, Tory says, Pat feels more sultry when the shirt comes off. Uh, Look, Pat is sultry all the time. I'm a sultry human being. Thoughts on Matt Pierce and Cody Stanley coming back years after their PED suspensions? Uh, Hey, look, we all make mistakes. I'm just here to pick up uh, the pieces. P.S. Jordan Walker hits the ball hard. Yeah, Jordan Walker is incredible. I mean, I I thought it was a good draft pick at the time, uh, and he's been a Beyond great sense. Graham says, if only Bryce Denton stuck it through like Nick Plummer did. Yeah, uh, boy, Bryce Denton hates the Cardinals organization now. Did you know the Cardinals let Victor Garcia go, Kyle? I did, Graham. Oakley didn't do shit. Keep that Oakley out your mouths, Tori. Uh Notoriously Free says, Kyle, you've made my day. Thank you. It's my pleasure. To you, Notoriously Free, I raise my glass. Uh, you've made my day doing prospects after Narc has made. My day. Thank you for being in here. Thank you for, for participating. Uh, what, uh, Warman Sarah says, If Jose Martinez would accept a minor league deal next year, would you offer him one? Sure. Yeah, why not? Why not? Bring in everybody. Uh wayno bueno for MVP Cy Young. Yeah, you know, I think today probably hurt his Cy Young chances, uh, but he's going to get votes, and that's pretty fucking cool, right? Uh, tight underscore Shelby says, are Austin Dean and Justin Williams, still baseball players. Yeah, Austin Dean uh, came up lame running the bases the other day and hasn't played since. Justin Williams basically hasn't played at all this year, but is back in the Memphis lineup now. And uh, yeah, they're both baseball players, and the, both baseball players that the Cardinals still have hopes for. You know, when you look at Austin Dean, you look at his OPS, he's been a productive sub outfielder. It's just that he's a terrible defender. And Justin Williams continues to hit the ball hard, even though it's not really uh, showing up on the stat sheet. So they're still here. They're still on the 40-man. I mean, realistically, when you look at the 40-man, it isn't, like, super tight. Like, you don't have to, like – once the names come off this offseason and they bring people in, like, you don't have to start panicking about the 40-man just yet. Uh, it will get kind of weird there. But, uh, yeah, look, they're still here. And, uh, you know, the Cardinals and their cheap assets. Tide says, does Zoic have a future or is he just depth? He's just depth for now. But, you know, I went back and I watched some of Zoic um, from early in like uh, a couple years back. I watched some of that. And I think there's a little bit more there than maybe I'm giving him credit for. Like, I think there's some stuff there that I might like more than Jake Woodford. You know, we'll see how that all plays out. But he's he's depth and in the right way. Uh, Kiefer Dean Rich says, "Hi friends, hello Kiefer to you, Kiefer. One of the first pad people I ever got to meet. Kiefer, thank you for being here. Do you want me to you, I'm gonna get some water because I need water, and I'm um, again help a brother out." Uh, uh, Kyle too says, "Glasses, what the fuck, man? You sold out. I missed the squints, dude. Oh no, I definitely sold out. Uh, I sold out long before I even made a record. As a matter of fact." Uh, Warman Sarah says, haven't paid enough attention to Parsons this year. Is he better as a reliever or as a starter? He was awful as a starter. It was painful to watch. I don't understand how all of the Cardinal starters uh, uh, seem to take steps back this year. We're not going to get into that. Uh, but as a one-inning short-stint reliever, uh, since missing a little bit of time, he's come back. And the curveball and changeup and fastball have all worked really well in that role. He had a couple of rough outings here and there. But I have been really impressed with Tommy Parsons uh, in that single-inning role. And I could see him making a major league debut next year. Jimmy Flynn 50 says, after several difficulties, we back. Again, it says my internet is kind of choppy. I'm sorry about that. Uh, The the stream yard that I use in order to be able to post uh, the little – hold on. These little things here uh, where it's your face and then your comments – it says my internet shit, but I'm right here by the fucking router. I need like an Ethernet cable or something. Good to see, Graham. It's good to see you too, bud. I hope you're doing well. I love you with all my heart, and I'm I feel absolutely fucking privileged for you to be in here. Cardinal Carlos Beltran. Cardinal. I've got nothing to say to that. Cardinals fan zero twenty two says there's a drive. <laughs> Cardinals fan zero twenty two says, uh, you know I've. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes and uh, today has been the low point of my professional career. And uh, I'm not sure if I can continue. I don't know what the future holds for me. There's a deep drive in the left field by Castellanos and that will make it 4-0 ball game. I will spend the rest of my life thinking about this moment and uh, reflecting on it. Holy shield says, Hey, Kyle. Hey, Holy shield. How are you? Uh, Trisha Hudson. Hello, Trisha. Hey, I made it on. Trisha, welcome to Prospects After Dark. Um, you know, real fast. I just want to say, while while Trisha's here, um, oh, son of a bitch, I'm I'm out of my fucking mind. Uh, real fast, Trisha, I I cannot tell you how impressed I was with the toughness of Zaid Richardson this year, uh, the the the, petcher, uh, the catcher, for Peoria, who kind of fell into a backup role. Although I don't think that's what I would do, and I mean that in all in all sincerity. Um, I was so impressed with Zayd, his toughness, and once he like if he can just work on making a little bit more contact, that's a prospect who's going to take off. Uh, if you're t- if you're looking for maybe a budding prospect for the 2022 season, uh, pad people, look into Zade Richardson. I think that there's a lot uh, a lot to really um, intrigue you. But to Tricia, I raise my glass. Thank you. You've been a pleasure to converse with uh, to, again. You're an awesome person. Thank you. I'm sorry I didn't get to make it to Peoria this weekend. Uh, Golf underscore 78 says, I know Yadi is the ultimate warrior, but do you think Kisner actually gets more starts next year? I do not. Maybe like 10 more, uh, uh, but I can't say for sure. Uh, Let's see. What's up? Hey, Quinn. How are you? Quinn, I need you to fuck Sarah Ann. Look, I hate to be this guy, uh, but look, you got to fuck Sarah Ann or Sarah Ann's got to fuck you more than likely. Uh, Great to meet your dad and your grandfather. (laughs) <laughs> Ethan Kenimer says, how much do you think the Cardinals give Wayno? Morton got $20 million and Wayno has been better. Ueno's a little older. Ueno's also like the most outstanding human being on earth. What do you make, like uh, eight this year? I'll say he makes 12 and a half. That's my guess. That's my guess. Uh, has the winning streak saved jobs in the front office or dugout? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but also, I don't think those jobs were as frail as maybe we wanted them to be or hoped they would be. Uh, during the five minutes, I was fortunate enough to chat with you. We went into the pros and cons for younger. Uh, yeah, look, I'm always about banging younger. Uh, laugh my ass. Shout out to Peoria uh, pitchers not being younger. Oh, this is what freaking cards is trying to say. I'm sorry, bud. During the five minutes, I was fortunate enough to chat with you. We went into the pros and cons for younger pitchers not being comfortable shaking yadi off. Is that good for them? Bad for them? Both depends on the pitcher. Look, I uh, I would say that it's always detrimental to not use an entire pitcher's arsenal. Uh, even if it is in a one inning of 20 pitches or 10 pitches, maybe not 10 because you're just going through two pitches. Like, But if you get up there in pitches, like I think it's good if a pitcher has three pitches, even if that third pitch is fringy, uh, uh, to use it. Like, for instance, Jordan Hicks, right? We know he has a good slider. Uh, we know he has a, 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 a tremendous slider and a tremendous sinker. Uh, we also know that he has a changeup that he hasn't thrown very much. What if he just threw that twice in every 20 pitches. Uh, It's detrimental to him to not ever go to it, especially if the Cardinals are considering using him as a starter somewhere down the line. Think about Ryan Helsley. Ryan Helsley goes a fastball, a cutter, a changeup, and a curve. What have we seen? We've seen seen fastball, curve, or uh, fastball, cutter, uh, the curve every once in a while. What if he got to throw that changeup once every 20 pitches, Uh, uh, once every 15 pitches? Uh, I think that's good for the pitcher. I think it's good for the hitters. Uh, good against the hitters uh, i just want to like i do i think not shaking off yadi is 90 percent the right thing to do and 10 percent the wrong thing to do uh, uh as a blasphemous as that sounds and uh, uh i also think that if a kid throws a pitch and i understand wanting to go with their best stuff and set them up for success but i think sometimes it's completely abandoning abandoning a pitch doesn't really set them up for success. Uh, that, that's just my own personal thought. I'm probably way out of line. Uh, my brother Mike is sending me a tweet. <laughs> Missy flops. Just terrific. Just terrific. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's that's from that. Uh, brown not brown says off topic. Bushlight apple is delightful. Yeah, it's a little treat, right? Uh, I like all booze. I like all beer. I like all, all, all boozy drinks. I mean, I thought that bus that bushlight apple was was a tasty little treat. Golf underscore 78 says, if we trade Kiz next offseason, do we send a veteran backup or is it internally? So uh, my thought about that is if the Cardinals trade Kiz, more than likely, that means Ali Sanchez is the backup. But maybe, just maybe, uh, Yadier Molina, who has a, how do, Jesus, how do I want to put this? All right, look, I'm just going to be blunt. So here's the thing: is Yadi's been kind of a dick to every backup he's had that isn't Tony Cruz and isn't an established major league veteran. Uh, so that means that the one prospect that he's had, he's developed a relationship with, uh, is Avon Herrera. So there's always a chance that Yadi pushes for Avon and Avon becomes his understudy, like Yadi was the understudy of Matheny. Uh, uh, but you know, uh, that that'd be my guess. Like that's that's my guess is that they go in with Ali Sanchez with a chance for Avon Herrera to earn. You know, that spot. And then at that point, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Yachty gives up some of those starts to Yvonne Herrera that Kisner would never get, that Carson Kelly would never get. Uh, because that's just Yachty. That's just Yachty. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just a Yachty thing. Freaking Card says, also BYOPT. Uh, the real ones, no. The real ones, no. Uh, Jordan Hill says, Tyler O'Neill next season. Stats and contract. 69 and then 69 at 69. Cardinals fan 022 says, Did Yachty and Ponce confrontation go into his DFA? Uh, to, I would say about this much. So if the thing is this big, like if the dick is this big, then that's just the tip of the dick. Uh, Joe Whitener says, What does Craig Council always look so sad? Because distance is pain uh, and there's no reason to live even in a dugout. Graham Nelson says, First time pad listener, let's go cards. Welcome to the shit show. War Man Sarah says, what does Angel Rondon's future look like in the org? He looked really solid in his brief MLB time. So uh, Angel Rondon is tough because he's a pitcher who pitches really well without like the advanced data, the spin rate uh, for people to understand how he's doing well. Uh, They'll probably look at it and say, oh, this is a guy who's destined to blow up. But that's a guy who, uh, in my opinion, could be a back end of the rotation starter. Uh, He had some rough moments at Memphis this year. He could also be a bullpen option. Uh, Maybe something more traditional of a long relief type, if that's something that the Cardinals have room for. Um, Yeah, like he's a major leaguer and – if given the opportunity, I think you could be the back end of a, a rotation starter and then maybe something more out of the bullpen. Uh, X says Jake Walsh has been impressive this year. Jake Walsh, the reliever. Again, uh, maybe if Jake Walsh had been healthy all year in the Cardinals organization, then you're probably talking about the reliever of the year instead of Freddie Pacheco. Uh, but that curveball, that that high-spin curve that plays off of that high-spin fastball uh, out of the relief role is is huge for Jake Walsh. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to answer a question from earlier if Jake Walsh is the player that makes his debut next year. Uh, The first one, too. Graham says, I really wanted the Cardinals to go for Conforto this offseason, but I'm less sure now. Yeah, you know, Conforto is one of your guys, man. I like Michael Conforto, too. That's a guy who's just dealt with too much, right? It seems like, you know, he's dealt with a lot of injuries. He's dealt with a lot of, uh, a, a lot of things, and when you deal with that many injuries, that many, um, you know, the obstacles, it, you—it's easy to kind of back off of it. But look, I—I I like, I still like Michael Conforto. He's still a really good player. Uh, back at you, my friend. Yes, we missed you this weekend in Peoria, Trisha. I'm sorry. Uh, hopefully next year, uh, whether it be at Springfield, hopefully at Springfield, uh, we can uh, we can get together and and have a beer together. That'd be awesome. Uh, Tori says, Kyle, not going to Peoria last weekend was your loss. I went to, and we could have went to Saddle Up. Yeah, uh, the uh, yeah that would have been a disaster. Lando42 says, holy crap, Sarah and Quinn, you heard the guy. No, they're going to bang. Like, that's something they've talked about. <laughs> Graham says, Quinn is busy playing Pokemon Go. Uh, Quinn says, Graham, I already played Pokemon Go earlier, and I got to play a Fire Emblem Heroes now. Quinn, let Sarah bang you. Uh, let's see, Quinn gifts. Hey, happy birthday, man! Uh, T Force Leo thirty two says hour and a half. I'm still going strong. Hey, T Force Alito to you, bud. Sorry, I when you were up earlier, I kind of blew by your comment. I think uh, to you, and welcome back, to prospects after dark. It's guys like I. It's the whole Pat family. But see, T Force Alito in here for an hour and a half. Uh, to you, man. Thank you. I did not expect this to go the way it went tonight. Uh, uh, anyways. Uh, Quinn says to, Graham says to Quinn, I love Fire Emblem and and Sacred Stone. Gift says, Quinn, ha, 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 in my drafts. Uh, Tori says to Cardinals, Gifts, bruh, it's your birthday. It's not Gifts' birthday. Lando42 says, it's Gifts' birthday. Oh, boy, here we fucking go. Quinn says, Graham, that's the first one I played. Uh, I hope that Sarah is the first one to play with your foreskin. Stuart ten sixty one says, "Dude, fire emblem is the shit." We've got people coming out of the fucking woodwork for fucking fire emblem. Uh, Braun, not Brown says, "Is the third fourth pitcher is a, if a third and fourth pitcher is an elite, it's good to throw. It's just to show the hitter you will throw it right." That's my point. Like, imagine, like, uh, so this. Uh, think about it this way, right? This spring training, uh. Jordan, uh, Jordan Hicks got into like this epic 22 pitch at bat and it was just slider, fastball, slider, fastball. He threw one change up in there. Imagine if he was able to go to his curve because he used to throw a curve too. just imagine. And it's spring training, like why not give it a fucking try? Uh, just enough to throw the hitter off. Imagine if he drops a curveball in right down the middle of the plate. What the fuck is the hitter going to do there? Sure, he can. He might be able to follow off a fucking sinker and a slider. And a change up every once in a while. But if you see that curve, you're not gonna be able to move at it. Sure, you might hit the batter, but it's fucking spring training. Who cares? Throw it. Oh boy. Uh Tori says, Gifts, tell me now, and I'll put it on my calendar. Quinn says, No, nah, I'm just messing with gifts. Uh, IowaNex says, do you know much about Darlin McQuay? I do not know anything, anything, not one thing about that person. Orlando42 says, I thought his P-Day was not that long ago, but still made me think. Uh, Tori says, I thought I missed Gift's birthday. Jesus Christ, Tori. Just the tip, that's right. Uh, Quinn says to Tori, sorry, it's an inside joke he started. Tori says, Quinn, it's okay, you missed my cat's birthday. Anyways, Jesus fucking Christ. X uh, says, did you mention Man- Ma- Mike Antico? He seemed to have a good season. Yeah, Antico is like a small version of Skip Schumacher of Jared Schumacher. Uh, he he's a left-handed swinger uh, with a little bit more—not a little bit, a lot more speed than Skip Schumacher had than Jared Schumacher had, and he's a really good center fielder with a similar type arm, maybe not quite as strong. Uh, that uh, fatigued out the last part of his time at Palm Beach. Uh, my, if I'm wrong, Antico, I'm going to look it up, is a little older in the draft class. He might be 23, 24. Oh, God, I hate this fucking – yeah, 23. Uh, but, yeah, like that's that's Mike Antico. Like the 266, 340 probably isn't sustainable as he moves up the level, but he might be able to stick around uh, for a couple years. Graham says, uh, I'm actually less sure of going for Conforto because of how our current outfield group is doing. How awesome is that, too? You know, imagine being in the Cardinals position. Like, we're all fucking jacked off about, all bent out of shape, about the fact that our Rosa arena isn't there, that Jag isn't there, and yet this is how awesome uh, uh, the entire team has been. Uh, the, the, it's awesome to see the outfield doing. Uh, did I tell you about the call that Kerry got from the Pallyhouse? Oh, that's sweet. Um Michael, if you're here, I love you. If you're not, then fuck off. Uh Tori says the homies are still here. That's right, Tori. Uh Brett CSO4. I'm sure that's Brett Cecil. I might be biased, but I love Connor Thomas. Appreciation. Yeah, you know, I uh, I love that Connor Thomas too. We're we're just trying to look the thing about me and prospects is I swear I will give it to you honest. Uh, and it's tough because I communicate with a lot of prospects. I communicate with a lot of prospects family. I communicate with Cardinals associated people who have a lot to do with prospects and my life is stupid and fucking crazy. Uh, But I'm going to give it to you honest. And Connor Thomas has been one of the more impressive starting pitchers in the Cardinals organization this year, if not potentially the most. Uh, So yeah, we're, we're all about that Connor Thomas lifestyle. Hey, Keely's in here. Uh, Keely, I'll leave it to you. Uh, well, no, uh, to you, I, I confess. Keely, you're awesome. Uh, uh, Bianca says, who would you rather face in the wild card? You know, Bianca, I am not one to like get bent out of shape one way or the other in the wild card. I don't know how I feel about the Cardinals' chances to beat the Dodgers in a series. Uh, I, think the, I, I think, and we've seen the Cardinals beat the Giants in a series. I think the Cardinals' best chance of beating the Dodgers is in a one-game, getting lucky kind of scenario. Even with Scherzer or Kershaw or uh, 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 you know uh, Urias or um, uh, Jesus Christ, why can't I think of his name? He's basically their best pitcher now. Oh, they drafted him after the Cardinals drafted Plummer. What's his name? Anyways, uh, I I think the best chance is to just get lucky I think it's the best chance so it, that to be the Dodgers that is so uh, I would rather them I would rather them face the Dodgers in the wild card if I want them to make a run if I want them to win a game I'd rather it be the Giants Lando 42 says I'm dying over here with the beat day comments yeah this is a shit show. Kyle what is your favorite kind of soup um ass is my favorite kind of soup no my favorite kind of soup look I like that clam chowder I like that chicken noodle soup uh, I like that uh, – oh, boy, this is going to be a hot dog comment, but is gumbo technically a soup? Th- that would be amazing. Hambalaya, jambalaya, are those soups? Do you count those as soups? There's liquid in there. Um, I-, I will say it is white chili. Is that a soup or is that chili? You be the insider. You make the decisions. Iowa next says, does uh, Jacob Bosiokovic have a future or disorganizational depth? It was fun to watch the A hitters really struggle to pick up Bosiokovic. Uh, he has a really short delivery, doesn't really do a whole lot. I think he might be more than disorganizational depth. Uh, I think there might be a, a, a future uh, a debut in there. I don't know if it's anything more than that. Jesus. Uh, Tori says, no, I don't give a fuck. I don't really fucking care at all. Coom, Cohen 217 says, do you sign a shortstop in the offseason or keep Sosa? What do I do? I sign a shortstop. What do the Cardinals do? They keep Sosa into young, is my guess. <laughs> Graham says, remember when you Escobar joined pad? Jesus Christ, we should be doing pad more often than this. Uh, uh, M- Moquay is an outfield in the Florida uh, uh, Complex League. Look, I know the name, but I don't know shit about him. Like, I know that he's in the Florida Complex League. I just don't give a shit about him.